What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Relaxing Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Digital Relaxation. We are back again with another episode. And I guess I can, like, officially welcome myself back to doing this, like, in a more focused way. Because, like, that last episode was kind of, eh, I forced that one out. I was was probably better off just not doing an episode, but like I said, I didn't really give a warning, so I didn't want it to just, like, disappear one day, but, yeah, so (laughs) I think everything is, well, not exactly, um, I'm gonna get into that soon, but we're getting there, but, um, before (laughs) we do get into everything, um, as always, you guys enjoy what you guys hear, and what you're going to hear, uh, be sure to share this podcast and, of course, rate this podcast on Apple and Spotify, whatever you listening to this on that you can rate this on or whatever. <laughs> um, and any way you can give feedback, that's also greatly appreciated as well. But, uh, yeah, so like <laughs> like I was saying, so um, as usual, um, before we get into the big topics, um, I got two topics i want to talk about so i guess to make up for the last episode but um yeah before we get into that um of course as usual what i've been up to um so like i was saying we i'm almost uh getting myself more settled uh i'm still trying to um i'm redoing my whole computer recording area um, I'm getting a whole new desk and chair set up, so that's not coming until uh, later on in the week. So by the time the next episode come out, I should be 100% cool. But for the most part, I mean, this is this is doable. Um, it's not bad. But um, other than that, uh, just been chilling, honestly, just kicking back i mean <laughs> i was gonna talk about this last but i want to talk about it now i guess um like this whole past last week like life has just been giving me a lot of curveballs and a lot of challenges and it's like it's things that either it's stuff that normally don't happen to you but it's like when circumstances changes they tend they, they're like they're happening now I mentioned that before as well last time when I started like losing stuff that like, I don't normally lose things but out of nowhere when me keeping track of stuff is becoming even more important now I'm starting to lose things and it's like yeah <laughs> so there's another case of things just going all over the place but it's like you know cause usually like when I when I uh, like give myself prayers and whatnot to like you know start my day off and whatnot and i always pray for like obstacles but you know obstacles that i know that you know that i can handle the lord knows that i can handle them so it's like at the end of the day like as i said when like trying to not focus too much on the things that's being negative it's like yeah like now this is what's to happen now of all time is like but usually like now that the week is over, it's like most of it has been settled or most of it is like under control to a point where it's like I don't have to really stress over it. So it's like it's like now that I can look back, it's like, damn, it's like I guess it's like, you know, it's just, it just makes you better. It makes you more prepared for when things like that happen again. Um, but. Yeah, just a bunch of stuff just kept on happening. We had that huge snowstorm over here. Um, uh, and that was just annoying just getting to work. And then everything that happened throughout that day, uh, my car was like being weird. It's still kind of being weird, but it's like it's slowly like trying to get better. But I don't know. I mean, I've been wanting to get another vehicle. Um, especially with my job now because like I drive a like my work vehicle and I've gotten comfortable with like driving I guess not I guess bigger vehicles I won't say trucks but like van size or jeep size or whatever so I don't know maybe next time I, I plan on getting another vehicle it might be something bigger so yeah um 
which is fun because um my car is not it's not small but i didn't want to get nothing like small and sportsy like because uh my brother had when he got his first car he had like a little two-door acura and that thing was like it sat low to the ground and it's like you hit anything like a pothole or anything it like it just affects the car big time like the radio will like shut off and stuff and it's just terrible so i wanted to make sure i get at least a car that's like a little bit more secure than that but even this one feels like it's just it sucks when it comes to the cold weather i noticed like i don't know i feel like this vehicle just starts breaking down there in the cold um, and it sucks because like I end up like paying for it throughout the summer and like, I can't really enjoy using my car in the summer because I got like fixed whatever the hell happened to it during the winter so, but yeah uh, <laughs> not rambling about that uh, but yeah um, other than that um, like I guess I've just been chilling uh, watching a couple of movies um, I'm going to talk about one of them a little bit in depth. It's not so much in depth. It's so much just, I guess, just something to think about. Cause it's not something I can personally relate to, but just something that I don't know. I'll talk about it. But the movie I'm talking about is um I think I love my wife with uh, Chris Rock. I do not remember what year this came out, but I remember I seen this movie in the theaters. Um, it was one of those family night outs movie nights and for some reason we watched this because it was Chris Rock and usually you know when you see Chris Rock it's like it's like one of those things when you see the main actor and you know what he's known for like oh it's gonna be comedy funny stuff so we just watching the movie just waiting for the funny jokes and whatnot but not knowing what the hell the real message was because I was just a little kid so we watching this movie now more older and understanding like oh okay I see what this movie's about so I'm gonna talk about that a bit more um and uh i've been of course just playing video games as usual <laughs> um uh the new apex season is coming up so i have been like getting myself more brushed up on apex i'm finally glad we're getting rid of world's edge i hate that map so much it's like oh my god so but i'm, I'm kind of disappointed because uh the trailer for the when they revealed um the new legend mad maggie and they revealed like that the map was gonna go back to olympus but the map like teleported to a new area i wanted them to keep that theme like we're on olympus but the background should be like whatever that place we located like it was all red orange looking like planet wherever we was on so I was like, oh, that'd be dope. It's like playing Olympus just with like an orange dark filter instead of it being bright and sunny. But nope, it's the same damn thing. It's basically doing the same thing they did to World's Edge. It's like, it's the same map. I mean, they did that with um, Kings Canyon too. It's just the same map. They just keep changing stuff that's in the map, not the whole, you know, environment, which... For Kings Canyon, it made sense because it was kind of an island type place. Uh, the same thing for um, World's Edge, but we're, like I said, World's Edge, all the changes ruined the map for me personally. Um, Kings Canyon, like the changes was actually cool. Uh, I don't know. So some maps, some maps can do it, some maps can't. So hopefully, this the changes that happened on this map. Um, is good because I know a lot of people don't like um, Olympus. I have mixed feelings, so like I'm saying, I don't necessarily hate it, but I, I don't. I'm not jumping for joy for it. But hopefully, the the new changes um, might spice it up. But uh, and um, we've been getting back into playing um, Siege again after like being on hiatus for three years because before apex was our siege was actually like our game like um, that was the game that we was on there like every day and then apex came out and we just kind of like yeah right <laughs> but um going back on there slowly trying to get the feel for that again and like 
trying to see what the new meta is and seeing how they change the game because like almost every map in the game got a rework and it's like oh this is not the map i used to play on so it's like learning everything again for the first time it was weird but it's cool still fun <laughs> still annoying too but it's fun <laughs> um but yeah that's mainly it um haven't really been up to a whole lot just settling in and just dealing with everything that's happening and just getting myself more prepared for things going forward um and yeah uh so yeah the movie um the movie called i think i love my wife and i mean like it's an old movie but uh, i'll get spoiler alerts if i do spoil i'm not trying to i don't really want to get too in depth into the movie i really i just want to talk about the theme of the movie um so the movie uh follows uh chris rock the main character um he's you know married i would say happily married with quotations but you know that's the whole theme of the movie so he's married with his wife and he has you no know, two kids and you know he works at one of the these you know big business companies in new york and whatnot and, you know it's a typical modern average american life you know you got the you know the house the wife the kids the good job you know the success but the marriage is fading because they aren't interacting with each other oh sorry they're not interacting with each other in the intimate level anymore and like they're seeing a therapist about it but yeah it's just they both like they both don't want to admit why like to each other what they're doing wrong they're just blaming each other like instead of like saying oh i need to take no responsibility for what i'm doing on this side of the relationship it's more like oh you're not doing this oh but if you do this more then maybe i would do it so it's like they just constantly just basically throwing a brick wall to each other and none of the arguments is getting through so randomly uh so, well, not Randy, but um, so, you know, when he's out going to work and commuting at work and whatnot, you know, he has his little fantasies like, you know, this is my only time I'm away from my wife. I get to sit there and just stare at other women, like, even though, like, you know, I'm faithful to my wife, but I'm not doing nothing with her no more. So at least let me fantasize about other women, I guess. And he's like just thinking about it and like thinking about them. Like, what if I was still single again? Like, what I'd be doing right now? Um, so randomly i want to say uh he bumps into an old friend i guess back from like high school days so maybe college days i do not remember but i want to say probably college days because they did say it was like seven years seven eight years since they last seen each other maybe so seeing how old he's supposed to be portrayed in this movie i'm assuming probably during their college years they knew each other um but it's one of those girls that uh like he they was always cool when they was you know when they were coming up together but she was dating his friend um and you know that relationship ended and whatnot and I don't know it's hard to explain exactly what their relationship was during that time period I don't know if it was like oh I always liked her but she was with my friend so I kind of backed off and just played the friend role I guess I don't know but she just pops into his life and you know she cosplays like the extremely attractive seductive girl and she's like showing him all the new exciting things that he's missing out in life you no know, taking him to exciting places that he normally don't go with his wife or if he does go there with his wife like she doesn't make it exciting like oh they went to like a car show once and when he went with the girl they were like oh let's look at all these sports cars you no know, looking at our dream cars and the fantasy and then he goes with his wife and it's like oh look a minivan this <laughs> is for the kids and us and it's like bruh <laughs> so yeah it's one of those things but 
Yeah, like I was I don't wanna I can't personally talk about this because obviously I'm not married, but it's just the idea of like for like I don't know because my think my take on love and relationships has always been very I guess one way in a sense like I always had this sacred view on like relationships that it kind of I don't know to some people it kind of seemed like it held me back I guess from I don't know whatever life they want me to live like you know a lot of time when you have friends or family like telling you why you haven't done this or done that more it's like I don't put myself out there like that like I hold giving my heart away to someone very like serious I was like if I'm putting that much energy into being in a relationship with someone I want this relationship to last for as long as possibly can (laughs) so it's like getting into I guess the idea of when you do finally get with someone and being with someone and you thinking like yeah this is the person I really want to be with this is the person I really want to spend my life with and whatnot everything is great you know my life is good my relationship is good we have a family blah blah blah. and then eventually it gets to the point where it's like I don't know we just not having enough time for each other anymore and the relationship is getting stale and then it's like you know what does that lead to no in the case of the movie uh chris rock has um, a co-worker who like happily just be cheating on his wife but it's like his his like defense for is like he just don't give a damn like he knows he can do this and not have guilt about it but he knows that if chris rock was to do it he know he's not that kind of guy like it would it would hurt him it would hurt his relationship so he so he was trying to like help him not get too deep into like getting close with his friend so i don't know like cheating is one thing for me as well like that's something i definitely like look down on and things in my life but also like the idea of i guess getting bored with your partner or i don't know is it getting bored with your partner or is it getting bored of the routine of the relationship i don't know that's something that's like because marriage is you know supposed to be a lifetime commitment but you know things change in life and whatnot people get remarried and divorced and whatnot things happen i mean i myself i've experienced it from both my parents both my parents remarried um after they separated so i know but there there no reason it wasn't because they were bored of each other it was more of a serious problem that you know before my time i guess i want to say because like for my like for me from like my views and my lens like i had a small 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 like window of seeing my family together as you know my mother my father my brother that was like you know that was the family it was very very small like <laughs> like from my point of view it probably did not last no longer than two years that they've been together and throughout the rest of my life they've been separate the entire time so i've gone through seeing like these two not being together my entire life and then seeing them both having to bring new people into my life that you know i had to adjust to and it's like i never even got the chance to fully adjust to having my actual family like two years like (laughs) you know i can't like i still love i know like you love your family but it's like how much do you love that bond of the family like what could have been and no had i've gone to like i didn't even you know i never even started middle school with them together like not, not middle school elementary school yeah i started kindergarten they was already separated by the time i started school. so i never even started school with them together like i didn't even have that experience of like oh how it would be like you know my mother and my father and help me out with homework at the same time or whatever the situation i don't know how that would work it was always one or the other but you know so 
I'm, I'm kind of like, I guess <laughs> like I'm going further away, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just talking about relationships and whatnot, but I'm not an expert on that because of my tightness to just being in relationships. I don't be in a lot of relationships a lot at all. And I'm already getting to the point where it's like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't know. I've been having this inner conflict with myself with should I even allow myself to open my heart up again to letting somebody else in again because I'm just it's just exhausting now like like I said like I plan for the long haul when I get into a relationship and it's like doing all the effort of like finding someone to get to know someone and building that relationship and then for it to end like a few years later like I don't know <laughs> so I don't know. I'm over it. <laughs> but yeah. So moving on to the main topic. Uh, one of the main topics. Um, uh, this is the, I guess, the topic of finding your freedom. Um, and I kind of layered that into four sections. I don't want to get into, I guess, the fifth section, which is legit physical freedom like not saying not saying like slavery or anything but there are people who like you know in a family where they not allowed to make certain decisions because of their religions or their upbringing you know their family looked down on certain people that they should be around with or their arranged marriages whatever that situation or being in a relationship with someone that they that ends up being like physically not physically i mean it could be physically abused but like abusive and like holding them to like they can't really get away from them like they make them real dependent on them so it's like now they feel like, oh, I can do whatever I want with this person now because they need me to survive kind of thing. Um, and that's where it's like, you know, they're like finding your freedom. Like, uh, but like I said, I broke this down so far. I don't want to get into that <laughs> section of it. But um, I mean, you can relate it, but like I'm, you know, just separating them all. So there's, you know, your mental freedom, your emotional freedom. Uh, I put your spiritual freedom and your financial freedom, you know, me dealing with mainly the, f- well, I don't even know how much I put, I don't remember how I just said this, but mental, emotional, and spiritual freedom, I guess is something that's more so important to me. Um, financial, I mean, it's important, but I guess that's why it's at the bottom. Like it's my least important thing. Um, I never really, like, I don't know. My relationship with money changed as a kid. Like, I used to really be fond of, like, having money. And, like, every time, back when I was a kid, and I would get allowance and, like, yeah, I would, like, try to save every every dollar or whatever just so I can have a, just to say, I, just to say I have a lot. Like, I'm not going to do anything with it, probably buy crap but it's like it's just the idea like oh look i saved it now i got this much money i remember the first time i saved it to a hundred dollars like look i got a hundred dollars like i'm rich but now like you know i have it it's a means to an end i use it to do what i needed to do and that's it i don't you know i don't know like everyone got their look on things like even though there's like I don't know, just different, you know, different views, like, like, my mother and my father also, like, they both are different with how they view their money, like, my mother knows more how to, like, prioritize and, like, save and, you know, make sure that things are right, as for my father's, like, you know, if you got it, spend it, but don't just go crazy with it, like, make sure you... It's the same thing, like prioritize, but at the same time, it's like, don't be afraid to just say, hey, I need this, go get it, <laughs> instead of like waiting for a certain time. Um, but yeah, um, 
yeah but that's why it's last on my list like i don't know but uh of course the big one for me probably i don't know between mental and emotional that was, that was like the biggest one i want to say probably mental was the biggest one for me as i brought up like when you're dealing with like the depression or whatnot and like you know your thoughts is what is really like the biggest biggest you know issue with dealing with like your depression or whatnot because you know if you're constantly in a negative mind state you're just going to constantly think about negative things and just make yourself feel even more down and bad so it's like finally breaking out of that you know your mental prison your mental shackles and freeing yourself from that um which is you know glad i'm uh, i was able to finally do that it's just it, it really is a great i don't know it's, it's a great feeling but it's like i just it sucks that i had to go through all of that to get this feeling it's that's the thing like there's some people who just have it and don't even go through the things like they need to go through like they already just had that mental freedom but there's other things that maybe they don't have financial freedom like you know but everybody has their own thing that keeping them locked uh emotional freedom i mean i i guess that would be kind of towards like dealing with relationships like i said like when you become dependent on someone and you feel like you can't live without that person or you know you accept how they treat you because you think that's actually love some people think like you know he hits me but at least he loves me type thing or you know she vice versa you know men can be abused too that's not one way uh (laughs) but yeah i mean i can't i mean i can talk about it because i know that you know during my dark time i was very dependent on like leeching off of just the feelings of other females like just that feeling of wanting to be loved because i felt like i lost that feeling so like i'm sick i'm seeking uh, these people out like hey like no tell me you love me tell me why you care about me tell me why i'm important you know because i can't tell myself that i i don't (laughs) know there's no one else telling me that so hey you do it for me but it's like it gets to the point where it's like i'm constantly doing it constantly doing it like bro all right (laughs) so yeah like it's, it's being able to finally say you know you it's finally being able to be the one to tell yourself that like you know i love myself i care about myself you know i'm important because of this and you know it's finally being able to just express all them things that you want to be expressed from someone else but doing it for yourself to yourself like you don't really need someone to tell you that you're important like you are you you're here you you exist your existence is important and as long as you are existing it's important like you're here for a reason um it's everyone has their path and their way of figuring out what's the reason uh but yeah um uh, I put spiritual. I mean, this could also probably be religious freedom. I mean, I don't. I I was never raised off a of religion, um, but I want to say during like my high school years, I definitely had like a. I guess I I, I guess I want to say an anger towards God, but more so a disappointment, at, and for my like wondering why i exist like why you putting me here to go through this type thing but i i never got to the point where it's like i'm tired of you putting me through all of this so 
is you're not going to make me feel better than I'm just going to just end it type thing. Um, it was just always like, I'm here. I will endure it. But why are you making me like, you know, I didn't I didn't see the long haul. I didn't see what was going to happen years from here. Uh, you know, me doing this podcast, I didn't see myself doing this. Uh, <laughs> so that's like, why are you making me do this? Like, why am I going through every day feeling this way, thinking this way, seeing things this way? But I want to say it was during my college years, which even though I was still going through my time, but that's when I was still going through my that's when I started my, I guess, my soul searching and finding out who I was. At the same time, still dealing with like my emotional damage and whatnot. Um, so, like, I, I guess I was trying to gain mental freedom while still not having emotional freedom. So that <laughs> it was, it was just a big journey. But so, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, I was clashing with all three of them during my college. I was trying to gain mental freedom. But I did not have emotional freedom, so I ended up finding spiritual freedom as a way to get emotional freedom, <laughs> which eventually led to me finally getting mental freedom. Oh, and it was like a whole chain of events. But I asked, like I said, um, I started you know, watching different things, listening to different things. So some of the music I started, like I was listening to, like I guess, real dark hip-hop music during uh high school years like the stuff that i needed to hear to get me through the anger and sadness is what i was listening to so through college i was like listening to the things that get me through i guess existing um um and that's why i put uh blue as one of my favorite rappers because the below the heavens album is like one of the albums that like single-handedly just shift my whole perspective on how I looked at things. Like not only the fact that uh, there's a song on there called uh, Show Me The Good Life where he raps about um, him, his girlfriend calling him and telling him that she may be pregnant. And he's just saying, hey, like, bro, like, I'm only 22 years old. I, I, there's a lot of things I ain't even do for myself yet. Like, how am I supposed to do things for a, another being that I haven't even done to myself? Like, and at the same time I was listening to that song, I was actually 22 at the time. So it was like, I'm just putting myself in the perspective of like, things can change for me now. Like, I'm no longer just this teenager no more like I can go through something like serious as that and it won't be a oh you know he's just young you know we should feel sympathy like nah bro you an adult you gotta handle that no like no I'm not really gonna really look out for you now (laughs) so it's like yeah and then it's like you know just the idea of like there's so much things that I want to do and so much things I, I want to seek but I also have the responsibility of raising this child and like I don't know like how I'm supposed to show him a good life which you know that's the point of the song like show me a good life like how am I supposed to show my son like how life should be like and I'm not even there yet (laughs) so it's like I don't know so it's like thinking about damn I really should get myself more situated now like I need to stop just beating on myself and start really changing how I see things and how I start looking at things and thinking about what I want to do and things I want to enjoy now like just the little things like why don't I like do certain things no like when I was young I always had the fear of like going on roller coasters and stuff like that mainly because it wasn't I mean part of it I guess it was just the normal fear of roller coasters but part of it was because it's like when I was growing up 
I was mainly usually the youngest around like cousins and my brother. So obviously I was always getting picked on for being young and whatnot. And they always try to tease me and scare me into something that's not really all that scary. Like something simple as learning how to swim was torture for me as a kid because you know, getting ganged up on by my older brother and cousins, just getting thrown in the deep end and I can't swim. It's like, bro, now I don't want to swim no more. I'm scared of water. And then it wasn't until I like, oh, I was in the pool by myself. So I was like, hey, I finally got the freaking the, the freedom <laughs> to actually explore how swimming works. And I actually sat there and taught myself how to swim. So the next time I was with them, it was like, oh, throw me a deep end. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I can swim now, bro. That's not a problem no more. So um, I eventually got to the point where it was like, oh, I'm going to start doing more things now. So when I was young as a kid, like growing up in New York, uh, I'm Coney Island. There's the, you know, the famous cyclone roller coaster, which I believe that roller coaster has been going for almost 100 years that roller coaster has existed. Um, I think it's 90 plus right now. But as a kid, I always been scared of going on it, and because of usually how they talked about it and whatnot. And then a few years ago, uh, I think I was, I think I just got out of college when I finally decided, hey. We was at uh, me, my brother, and my father. We was just in Coney Island, just hanging out. We uh, played mini golf and whatnot. And we were like, "Oh, my brother, like, hey, trying to go on the cyclone." And I like, uh, I was saying that the being out like, uh, should I still be scared of this? I like, you know what? Let's let's go. Why not? Me, you know, me, and my brother. We are gonna do this. We are gonna have this moment. <laughs> so. We end up going, and it, it was cool. It wasn't even that, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't bad at all, honestly. The only thing I still probably won't do is roller coasters that have like loops, like. Which is funny. I have been on a coaster that had a loop before, but the whole coaster because he was in like a dark tunnel the whole time. Um, this was in uh, Orlando, Florida, and I don't know what the ride was, but we was like the theme was like we was in like. Uh, like this limousine, you know, roller coaster, and it was just going extremely fast. Like literally, as soon as the roller coaster started, like usually when you go on roller coasters, like it slowly builds up to something, then you just drop down. Like nah, as soon as you went in there, it just said, <laughs> like yo, <laughs> what the hell's going on? And everything just dark. You don't know what the hell's going on. So we did a loop without me even knowing. I'm like yo, did we just loop? <laughs> so. I'm cool if I like if it's like that and I can't see it coming. That's cool. Like I still have the issue right now. No, like I know that it's coming. It, it bugs me. So I don't know. Maybe I eventually get over it. But <laughs> right now, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. Just changing my perspective on things and and like I said uh, before, I used to be like very, I guess, disappointed with God. Like keeping my existence to like building my I guess but no just regaining my faith and my love in God again and like I said the music I was listening to and hearing things and seeing things from other people and family members and whatnot like just changing how things look and like and I said once I stopped changing how I think about things as well too it was like you know alright I get it now I guess and it's like I see why you putting me through this. I'm not not completely, but I'm slowly seeing why you putting me through this, and and I and I get it. I, and I'll I'll trust the experience. And I trust the process. So that's where I've been. And like I said, like doing one frees me from the other, and then eventually frees me to the other. And yeah, and I guess I'll be working on my financial freedom. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. That's mainly it, I guess. Like, just finding what it is that's keeping you back in your life, whatever that certain thing is, and finally freeing yourself from it. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, another topic I'm going, which, uh, going into with, uh, my dad. And, um, so, my dad brought up, we were just driving. 
um, going shopping or whatnot. And he brought up like, you know, I've been here. I've been living in New Jersey. Cutting last I was born in New York. I was raised in New York. And then we eventually moved to New Jersey. And like years wise, it's literally half and half on how long I've been in. Like I, I lived in each spot. But that one location in New Jersey was the, probably the longest I ever lived in one spot for a long time. Like switching between my mother and my father and then whenever they moved so it was like it wasn't always constant i mean i mean it was constant not you know it wasn't stable but this was like the first time i've been like oh we've been here for a long time in this one spot and he was like you know like do you still i guess do you still miss new york or you know my feelings on you being in New Jersey and whatnot. And I was like, you know, yeah, like thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I definitely do miss New York. Like that will forever just be my favorite years of my life to this day for the most part. Like, and because of course, like when I think of being in New Jersey, like that's where all of the crap happened. Like, yeah, I don't want to think about that like I mean it's not that I don't want like I can't think about that experience in the light in a good way like I could try like I would point some little things out like oh there was this one time when this happened but as a whole experience like nah like (laughs) I I still can't commit to accepting like New Jersey being a big part of my life and like uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't want to say it in, like in a positive way because, like, I've definitely like done some things that some people that I know have yet to even done by being over here. Like the opportunities I was given to me, like definitely, but it was like just the experience of living and existing wasn't my best being here um so it was like um yeah just thinking about like why um I enjoyed like why I still hold New York so close to me compared to like finally saying yeah you know New Jersey been good to me too but (laughs) but um and I was just like thinking like it just hit me like I mean it's the obvious reason I mean like that was like but it's the obvious reason but thinking about it from the perspective of like you know what happened to me is like that was the last time of legit no pure innocent happiness I had in my life before like literally moving over here and they just say nope all of that's gone <laughs> so it's like yeah I would like I would always hold that close to me because that's the last time like you no know, I was purely just genuinely happy about my life and living and seeing the next day like even times where it's like oh I can't wait just to go to school the next day just to talk to some of my friends or talk to that girl or whatever the case is like in New Jersey it was like bro like I'm tired of seeing these people I'm tired of going to class with these people like I was fed up <laughs> with that everybody real quickly uh, not to say like I had some friends and whatnot, but it was like as a whole it was just like I wasn't dying just to like oh can't wait to go to school see that but yeah I don't know it was different because it was also different because it was like I don't know I don't know if it was me or whatever the case is but it felt like like you know when you treat your work life separate from your personal life like there's some people that at, like at your job like you're cool with but yeah keep that relationship at work <laughs> so like that's how I was, I guess I was treating New New Jersey and some other people like the people I was cool with treating like 
the friendship there too. Like, yeah, we in school, everything was cool. And then at the school, like, eh, like maybe we'll text each other, but we, you know, hanging out wasn't it wasn't all the time. It was like here and there. Um, like compared to uh, when I was in New York, it was like I had my whole group of dudes in school that I was cool with and tight with and then when I get out of school I had my whole other separate group of people and then whenever like just it was just it was just it was just a lot of like places I belonged to I guess so no matter where I was I was always excited for each part of my day like Oh, I'm in school. I'm going to see these people. Oh, after school, I'm going to chill with these people. Oh, it's the weekend. I'm going to chill with my cousins. And, uh, like, I always had that whole group of, like, no matter what time of the day it was or which week it was, I always had something to fall back on with my friends and whatnot. But once I got to New Jersey, it's like, eh, nope. We and nobody really be outside no more. That's also, you know, social media started to really take over like when i was leaving new york um back in what yeah oh seven was my last year there um like uh myspace was like kind of just new and whatnot like people was talking about it like people were making them but it wasn't you know it wasn't our life like that (laughs) power so but it was probably and that's why and and that was also one of the things that led to like how I ended up feeling about people and my friendships and whatnot because I was too late to join the whole social I mean kind of we was all too late to join the social media train because you know I didn't have one and I know my friends didn't have one at the time so I didn't Knowing that my mother was still going to be in New York, I thought that it was going to be possible that whenever I go to New York, I would still probably see them. But my mother ended up moving uh, to Long Island. <laughs> so either, even though when I went to my mother's place, I was still far away from them. So and then I had no, no social media texting just texting on your phone back then was like a luxury because you had to pay extra to text so there was no one to text and really you know we didn't really have phone numbers like that like it was just it was hard to keep you know a lot of contact with a lot of people because like i said there was no need for me to call them like we literally lived on the same block like i'll go outside it was like a routine we would all go outside and just pick each other up like yo you could come out yeah come on i had to go get him we all got out together like all right this is the whole group for the day all right let's go hang out and do something like no phone calls needed we just just took a chance on knocking people that, oh he's not here okay oh he's busy all right go to the next house <laughs> so it's like it, we didn't rely on that so that's like once I came over here, it felt like everyone relied on it here. And that's where it's like, damn, like everybody's just to themselves in a sense. Or people have like different views of what's fun now. Like, oh, let's go to the mall just so freaking walk around and look at you. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that wasn't that wasn't never me. Like. There wasn't even no malls close to where I was. <laughs> so it was just strictly outside fun. So, yeah. So by the time I got into social media, like, you know, I, I couldn't find them if they even had them. You know, because, you know, that was back. That was still back when Facebook will allow you to have these have weird names. Now they're forcing you to use your actual name. <laughs> so I couldn't find no one because I like what the hell? I don't know what name they're using. <laughs> I wasn't using my name, yeah, so so like it was weird. So, but yeah, like I lost contact with just about everybody I was close to in New York. I managed to regain contact to like with one person from my childhood, <laughs> but that was mainly it. Um, yeah, so that's why I was like. I, I always hold New York deep to me because I was like, that was the last time things was like really genuinely fun and exciting. Um, so, yeah. Um, but that also lets me thinking about 
um, thinking about, I don't, I don't really like to be the one who's like, you know, like to live with regrets, you know, I would do this differently if I had the chance to go back and do that. I was just thinking about in the long and like in the grand scheme of things, like know what I know now is like, damn, like that year was literally like, um, not even, it wasn't even that year. I would say 2000, I was thinking, um, I don't know where I seen this from. I forgot, but I saw something about 2005 and I was like, yo, and I was thinking about like 2005, yeah, probably legitly the last, last like solid year of that like pure fun like granted uh so like yeah 2005 like cause the way my my years work goes with the school um so around that time I was getting I was you know leaving elementary school and getting into middle school and of course you know you know middle school that's when for some people puberty hits and whatnot and your priorities change on what, what the things you think about and talk about. Um, fortunately for me, or for, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know. Um, I my puberty didn't really kick into full gear until what like late two thousand seven. Um, yeah, literally, <laughs> funny is like literally after I left New York, I guess it kind of kicked in. <laughs> because it's like oh like yeah like it was it was like night and day like the physical change my voice changed like once I left New York and came here like that summer was just like a transformation <laughs> it was like oh I just like it's like it's like when you go to another place and you change your identity that's what it was for me like I just physically changed and everything but yeah, and New York, you know, when you live in New York, those conversations is like life over there, you know, talking about, you know, how you look and talking about the girls and all that. I still you know that still didn't hit me yet. I mean, it never did, to be honest. <laughs> like, I don't care. I like I was never really materialistic like that. And, you know, finally gaining my freedom and whatnot. I'm learning to definitely like detach myself from being attached to physical stuff um but yeah like that was never like me but I can tell like when I was in like sixth grade like some of the friends I had in like I said I had different friends in different no I had my school friends and then I had my outside friends on the block and whatnot um but they never mingled because he wasn't no it wasn't like that no more um cause you know everyone started having different views so like you know I had this one dude out like that was like he was like my in that school like he was definitely my best friend like he was tight like it was, it was like we had that friendship like you couldn't see one without the other type thing so like we was always together but he was like more like he was like a sneakerhead guy like, you know, he'll always get the new sneakers and whatnot. He wouldn't know, try not to mess his shoes up and whatnot. And like, I didn't care about that. <laughs> so it's like, that's where we, that's, that was like a disconnect. So there was other people who was more like that. And they would hang out and talk after school, whatnot, because that's what they would talk about and whatnot. And I'm like, that ain't me. So like, I'll go talk with my boys because I know what they about. You know, we about, we have our little circle. So that was the first, like, first time when things started changing but it was like yeah i don't know <laughs> it, it was it was a weird mix and then of course my interest in females also started to increase there too i always had it i always had an interest in females but this was like the first time like i really went like full force and pursued it like ended up getting my first girlfriend and whatnot but yeah like so like my changes my shift started to change and what I was thinking about and all that. Um, so, yeah, like, but like 2005 was the, like the last time everything was just pure and innocent. <laughs> so, like, then 2006 happened, and then of course 2007 happened. Things was weird in 2007, and then 
I ended up coming to a whole new state and yeah. <laughs> Little did I know depression was right around the corner. Um but yeah. Um I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't wanna well I was gonna reference uh because I recently also watched um, Napoleon Dynamite and um, a big character was uh, Uncle Rico and that was his kind of his gimmick or his thing like you know he he lived too much in the past like you know he regrets that his coach didn't put him in the first the fourth quarter of the game or whatever so they lost the football game and you know he think like bro like he would just put me in there he probably would have won no, I would have went pro. No, be I'd be rich right now, but no, here I am, freaking living out my van, <laughs> recording homemade videos of me throwing my football. <laughs> it's like he just want to relive the glory days and whatnot. Um, like I said, but that's not that's not really me. Like I like I've learned to accept my whole journey, like you know the good and bad. That's why I said I try not to dwell on a nigga like even just like last week like all the stuff that kept on happening like to finally finish the week and knowing all the stuff that I accomplished that was get, like getting in my way like oh like you know it's like getting over the hurdles like oh I finally got past that like oh like I feel good now like I can go sleep knowing like I'm good <laughs> like everything's taken care of so yeah I don't know but yeah, uh, I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we can end that here. Um, as always, uh, before we end it, of course, and to make up for last episode, because I know I didn't give you guys one. So I'm going to give you guys two questions of the day, um, which is going to relate to each uh, the, um, the topics I talked about. Um, so... Question one is, uh, what freedom, you know, which category of freedom do you feel is the most important to you, like, for you to have, like, you know, which one do you value the most? Like, I know, like I said, some people probably value financial freedom more than other freedoms or not, but, you know, of course, me, I end up learning that, you know, it all works together well except for financial freedom for me i just can't see it yet um like i'm working towards that but yeah so no which find which freedom is the most important to you to have in your life or which one is probably just you're working on right now i guess um yeah i guess that was a two-part but uh second question is do you live your life thinking that if you had the chance to go back would you do things different you know like uncle rico like you know there was a there was a scene in the movie where he he bought a time machine online quote unquote time machine and it all it did was just freaking yeah (laughs) but um yeah like do you be like damn man knowing what i know now if i just did this differently things that would be like this and whatnot you know like i said though i i don't live with regrets or nothing of that it's just thinking of like damn like i could think about everything that i can view that was negative in my life and like oh maybe if i would just did this that would have happened like but you know that's just me trying to have a perfect life like oh that one time i didn't say hello to that person and then this happened. Well, what would happen if I would have said hello? <laughs> like, you know, it's like I can't nitpick about every decision I make you know, or decision that I didn't even have control of, probably. So it's like, I don't know. But that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I guess that was a good episode. I don't even know how long this is right now. I'm not looking at the time. But um, yeah, uh, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, as always, um, please be sure to share this podcast so we can grow and rate it as well so we can grow and whatnot and yeah i'm looking forward to trying to connect with more people and just grow and expand with more people and just make podcasting a great uh 
I was gonna say environment, but I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Great experience or environment, maybe, whatever you wanna look at it. And yeah, until um, then, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.